Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Saturday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that for all who celebrate the glorious name of the Blessed Virgin Mary, she may obtain your merciful favour. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. My dear brothers, you must keep clean of idolatry. I say to you as sensible people, judge for yourselves what I am saying. The blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the blood of Christ, and the bread that we break is a communion with the body of Christ. The fact that there is only one loaf means that, though there are many of us, we form a single body because we all have a share in this one loaf. Look at the other Israel the race, where those who eat the sacrifices are in communion with the altar. Does this mean that the food sacrificed to idols has real value, or that the idol itself is real? Not at all. It simply means that the sacrifices that they offer, they sacrifice to demons who are not God. I have no desire to see you in communion with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot take your share at the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Do we want to make the Lord angry? Are we stronger than he is? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. To you, Lord, I will offer a sacrifice of praise. To you, Lord, I will offer a sacrifice of praise. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise. I will call on the Lord's name. To you, Lord, I will offer a sacrifice of praise. A thanksgiving sacrifice I make. I will call on the Lord's name. My vows to the Lord I will fulfill before all his people. To you, Lord, I will offer a sacrifice of praise. Alleluia, Alleluia. All who love me will keep my words, and my Father will love them, 
and we will come to them. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, There is no sound tree that produces rotten fruit, nor again a rotten tree that produces sound fruit. For every tree can be told by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorns, nor gather grapes from brambles. A good man draws what is good from the store of goodness in his heart. A bad man draws what is bad from the store of badness. For a man's words flow out of what fills his heart. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? Everyone who comes to me and listens to my words and acts on them, I will show you what he is like. He is like the man who, when he built his house, dug and dug deep and laid the foundations on rock. When the river was in flood, it bore down on that house and it could not shake it. It was so well built. But the one who listens and does nothing is like the man who built his house on soil with no foundations. As soon as the river bore down on it, it collapsed. And what a ruin that house became. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Here's a little piece of liturgical trivia for you if you're into that sort of thing. The general instruction to the Roman Missal says that um, we give a bow of the head as a sign of reverence to the holy name of Jesus, to Mary, and to the saint of the day. So during the liturgy, if the name of Jesus, Mary, or the saint is, is nominated, we mark our reverence for this name by giving a little nod of the head. So if it's the Feast of St. Joseph, if you mention the names of the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, you know, you'll need to nod your head three times and we might end up looking like a bit of a bobblehead, I reckon. But I'll be honest with you, like, I, I do actually, I like the custom. It might seem a little bit pedantic, but for starters, it actually helps you to pay attention to what's going on in the liturgy. If you're, if you're actually on the lookout for the name of Jesus or Mary or of the saint of the day, um, you know, you're listening a little bit more intently. So I, I think it actually kind of helps us to attend a little better. Um, but secondly, there really is a great degree of reverence that needs to come to these holy names. In actual fact, when we say the divine praises, um, say at benediction, you know, we say, blessed be the name of Jesus. Uh, and we also say, blessed be the name of Mary, virgin and mother. Now, interestingly, we don't nod our head for titles of Jesus. You know, we don't nod our head when we say Christ and, you know, we don't nod our head when we say Lord. But when you take his name, his personal name, his proper name, that, that needs reverence. Now, pause and think, why? Like, what's so special about a name? A name, it doesn't just speak about what you are or your characteristic. It's the way in which you open up a personal relationship with that one. When you know someone's name, you know how to call them. 
you know how to address them. It's personal. Knowing someone's name opens up the access, the channel of communication. And so the name is kind of holy ground. I mean, so much so that the um, Israelites, they, they had the custom of never pronouncing God's name because, you know, God's name is holy. So in the scriptures, whenever God's holy name was written, they would um, replace it with the word Adonai, with, with Lord. Maybe we're getting a little bit closer to understanding why, you know, the second commandment is not to take the Lord's name in vain. You know, don't tread on that holy ground. And so, you know, in the name of Jesus, we give a little nod. And today, for the feast day, we honour the name of our Blessed Mother, Mary. So pause and consider for a moment the fact that we can call her Mary. That we can speak to her and lay claim to this special, personal relationship. Now, there's a bit of divided opinion as to what the name Mary uh, in Hebrew, Miriam, um, actually means. Um, etymologically, um, St. Jerome puts forward the idea that um, her name actually means Stella Maris, the star of the sea, from the Hebrew word ma'or meaning star and yam meaning sea. Now, of course, that gives rise to one of the great titles of Mary as being star of the sea, as being the one who lights the way towards her son, Jesus, to those who are storm-tossed and at sea. She's like the morning star that leads to the rising sun, the star who makes possible navigation to the safety of the harbour. And when we call upon the name of Mary, that this is what she might accomplish for us. Now, bear in mind that the meaning of the name Miriam, Mary, uh, is a little bit controversial and it's um, a bit disputed. But this idea of Mary as being the star of the sea has given rise to a long devotional tradition. Um, and it's something that Pope Benedict uh, tapped into in 2007 when he visited the Cistercian monastery near Vienna um, called Heiligenkreuz, uh, the Holy Cross. And it was during that visit that Pope Benedict quoted St. Bernard of Clairvaux, a sermon on the holy name of Mary. And I'd like to read to you the quote of St. Bernard, which um, Pope Benedict used in his address, because um, I figure if it's good enough for Pope Benedict, it's most certainly good enough for me. Now, it's a little bit lengthy and it's a bit poetic, so it may call for a bit of extra attention from you to uh, really appreciate its beauty and its meaning. So let me read it to you. Here's what St. Bernard says. Let us say a few words about this name, which means Star of the Sea, and is so appropriate to the Virgin Mother. She, I tell you, is that splendid and wondrous star, suspended as if by necessity over this great wide sea, radiant with merit and brilliant in example. O you, whoever you are, who feel that in the tidal wave of this world you are nearer to being tossed about among the squalls and gales than treading on dry land, 
If you do not want to founder in the tempest, do not avert your eyes from the brightness of this star. When the wind of temptation blows up within you, when you strike upon the rock of tribulation, gaze up at this star, call out to Mary. Whether you are being tossed about by the waves of pride or ambition, or slander or jealousy, gaze up at this star, call out to Mary. When rage or greed or fleshly desires are battering the skiff of your soul, gaze up at Mary. When the immensity of your sins weighs you down and you are bewildered by the loathsomeness of your conscience, when the terrifying thought of judgment appalls you and you begin to founder in the gulf of sadness and despair, think of Mary. In dangers, in hardships, in every doubt, think of Mary. Call out to Mary. Keep her in your mouth. Keep her in your heart. Follow the example of her life, and you will obtain the favour of her prayer. Following her, you will never go astray. Ask her help, and you will never despair. Keep her in your thoughts, and you will never wander away. With your hand in hers, you will never stumble. With her protecting you, you will not be afraid. With her leading you, you will never tire. Her kindness will see you through to the end. Then you will know, by your own experience, how true it is that the Virgin's name was Mary. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot, at this moment, receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey 
as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father. Amen.